You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, me? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today... We got yet another amazing newcomer to the independent comic book game. He is smashing it on a new Kickstarter that's live right now called The K. He has surpassed his goal already, but we got to keep pitching in there. You got to make it rain on this so we can get all them extra goodies. We're about to find out about this whole amazing project from this amazing creator that was once a screenwriter, now turned comic book creator. And we're going to learn why he flipped it that way. Let me introduce the one, the only, the very amazing, Anthony Stokes. How you doing, kiddo? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, bro. I got mad energy, and you're like, oh, my God. Out, chill. No, I just got for it. I got energy for days, bro. I'm mega for Megatron, all right? Hey. Awesome that. (laughs) So, brother, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Yo, let's get us started, yo, because I read the book. A lot of fun. Both issues. Hello, fun. A lot of stuff going on. I have more questions than not. So that's what we want about the book. So we're gonna find out all about it and your journey. So let's start with the origin story, though. Where's Mr. Stokes from? OG. I am from Manassas, Virginia. So northern okay. part of Virginia, like 30, 40 minutes outside of DC. Okay, okay. And um, what was your first taste of fandom? My first taste of fandom, it had to be Pokemon. Okay. Really? Who I would say, you? Was it you or your parents? I mean, it had to be my parents. I was like young. young. <laughs> uh, it was a trifecta of, I would say, uh, DBZ, Sailor Moon, and, uh, uh, and Pokemon. Uh, okay. okay. I, I know that ever very well, even though I was a teenager, but I, I know it very well. <laughs> I'm up every six when I discovered, or six or seven when I discovered Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that was. Gee, th- that's what making me feel old. I'm like, I'm a teenager. He's got oh six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah six, seven. Holy shit, bro! Seven, maybe Yeah. So, talk about that then. Um, did how did you get into internet? Because you have a comic book out. So, how how did you get your first taste of comics, even if at all, or was that something you did later in life? I was more in the manga. True manga. How the yes. hell did you find manga since a young age then out there? It was I'm trying to think. I'm trying to I think I was a teenager and I, I liked anime a lot. I didn't realize it. Like I liked Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Um, I liked the stuff on four kids whenever they had anime. Like I like Pokemon. Like I said, I like Dragon Ball Z. I, I kind of grown out of Dragon Ball Z at that point and Sailor Moon. Um at, at that point, and my mom's friend, who's like my basically like my aunt, like a family friend. Okay. She she goes to Barnes and Noble. She brings me like Yu-Gi-Oh, like these Yu-Gi-Oh books, and it was actually a great time because I was Ooh. grounded, so I couldn't. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, this." Is what this. did you do, Mr. Stokes? Man, what did like, you do? <laughs> I, I didn't care about school. <laughs> and uh, no, and then so I was like, it was like cool. Like I'm always grounded. I can always read these. And then one time, my mom, <laughs> my mom took away my manga. Man, I was I was like, oh, now you were really grounded. Yeah, I was in solitary confinement. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wait, was, wait, when they take away the manga, and I, yo, all right, I, I need to know here because you, you, you apparently seem to have read a lot, so you must have been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it what wasn't you like doing, I was bro? like, you weren't listening to mommy. Was that in? 
It was just bad grades, bro. It was like I wasn't like a ah, gotcha. Not not, not go ahead. Oh, how could you not pass? I think everything in the way you playing too much, you reading too much, you watching TV too much. <laughs> I've been yeah. there, bro. I remember those days. But I, I would get a chancletazo on top of it anyway, though. You know, ain't no Latino moms. Hey, I, I the, do know Latino moms. The, the chancla must be involved at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta see. Old. I got to see a, a, a comic book, you know, just talking about the super mom, or, you know, with the, with the like the infinity chancleta for real. That'll be everybody's ass. You should you make know. that comic book. <laughs> you make that comic book. My mom had heat seeking chancletas, bro. All right. So, did you have a tribe that was part of that fandom, or were you kind of a solo duck up in VA? All right. So, I have it's a two part answer. So, my, I had two different friends. And uh, my best friend currently, uh, Kurt Brown, shouts out to Kurt. Big Kurt, salute. Yeah. We would literally, like, make up our own fan fiction, like a Pokemon and stuff like that. We would, we would involve, right. like, other properties and stuff like that. We had a running lore. And um, so that was great at a young age. So, like, at a young age, we were f- essentially making fan fiction, oh, you know, okay. like, probably, like, five, six, seven years bef- ahead of... If, if fan fiction was even popular at that time, and also in the development of writing, yeah. you know, you you imitate and then you make your own stuff. So I, I feel like I had a head then. My, my friend Katrina, we would do the same thing. We had a running lore, and it was like, it just got the it just got the juices flowing so crazy. You know, I look back at those times like, like like the best times I ever had. You know, come with stories and stuff like that. So that's where I got the bug. I think. Excellent, excellent. So. So you got the bug then. When did you decide to take it serious, though? When when did Anthony say, "All right, I really want to do something"? I, I you know I kind of dabbled, and then I didn't really make anything. And then I saw I can tell you actually actually like the year. Um, it was okay. summer two thousand seven. Okay. Superbad came out on Redbox, and I watched that. And like I'm a, I'm going into my freshman year. And I yeah. was like, this is what I want. First off, I was like, well, my life is going to be like super bad. Which it was. <laughs> all, the, all the bad parts of super what? bad. What? Oh, oh, damn. Yeah, yes. All the bad parts. <laughs> loser, you know, no girls, et cetera. Um, but I said, this is what I want to do. And yeah. then I kind of started trying to write. And that's obviously the, the Judd Apatow kind of naturalistic style. Yeah. And then I see Inglourious Bastards in theaters. And I said, no, I am locked can I cut <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm locked the fuck in like i was like okay this is what i want to do but, and so this is i was my freshman year of high school you know i started i started trying to write man that blank page i was like i'm gonna write some tarantino dialogue and it just stayed blank um <laughs> for years so um it's it's been a long time you know like i feel as if personally i paid my dues um yeah. as, as far as writing as far as storytelling because i've been yeah. doing it for so long I, I, yeah exactly you went from screenwriter to comic books i mean you know why did you choose screenwriting to begin with and then how was that transition like for you because i love movies and, and truthfully movies are still my first love you All know right. i'm making comic books because they're cheaper to make you gotcha. know and they're only storyboards right now too for the possible ideas of the future yeah you hit yeah exactly so it was an easy it was an easy transition and 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 because you can make a you can get a loan to make a comic book if you can get crowdfunding there's all we were talking about pod print on demand 
There's all kinds of ways to distribute that stuff. And I don't know about the movie side. It would have been impossible. You know, I'll I'll be bankrupt right now trying to make a movie. (laughs) So I try to I try to give back to I do give back to the community quite a bit, actually. Okay. so um, because it's not I I don't want to say an outsider, but this is not like this is not my first choice. But because I have a screenwriting background, what I bring is an understanding of visual storytelling because we've Mm. all read a comic book with too much dialogue. Of course. I mean, yeah, that's it's called the 80s and 70s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though uh, I, I mean, read some I, comic books that came out this year that had too much dialogue. Well, really, I mean, for me, that's a rarity coming out now. Because I mean, I'm an old school fan, and when I read something, I actually like to read my comic book for more than five minutes. You yeah. know, based on the entertainment value, give me a good 15 minute read. If you give me 30 minutes, I love you even more. Thank you for putting that word playing character development. I mean, I'm never against long writing so long as it serves the story. The story, exactly. No, exactly. But it's like you gotta understand your medium. So yeah, I'm, don't I'm give me filler. <laughs> a love of dialogue. Like I feel like my dialogue, truthfully, is the best um, that I've read in a comic book. Truthfully. Well, you're going back and forth with these characters in this book. So you know, before I, before I get into the origins of the amazing book that you have crowdfunding right now, let us let's show that promo video you sent me. You got a dope promo video, folks. Two and a half minutes long, but check it out, yo. You're gonna learn all about the amazing world that Anthony's building here. Anthony Stokes. I'm the writer and creator of Decay Issue 2. Decay is a bleak and atmospheric story that is character driven and ends with a gut punch. When I was doing research for Decay Issue 1, which was my first ever comic book, a lot of the advice I got was start small. And as a result, Decay Issue 1 is largely about setting up the characters and asking questions. There was heavy emphasis that anybody that enjoys good story could pick up Decay and like it. In issue two, we answer some of those questions as well as ask some new questions to keep the story engaging. There's more world building as well as more payoff and we still get to understand the characters better, which was very, very important. The K issue two has all the improvements on a technical level that I learned from issue one. And I've been working with my artist Marcelo for pretty much two years now. So our connection and chemistry is growing stronger. And as a result, the art is only getting better. The comic book is ready to go. I've learned a lot from the last Kickstarter and I'm taking all those lessons that I learned into the second Kickstarter to make sure that everybody gets their rewards swiftly after the campaign ends. We have two variant covers. We have a mixtape full of original music inspired by Decay. We have merch, all available as rewards for the campaign. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you enjoyed Decay issue two as much as we enjoyed making it. Thank you.
and there we go, folks. What a tease on the day. Wepa, what? I, I, I need the whole story. I hold the, the whole shebang here, bro. I need to know. First, obviously, you have an amazing artist. Talk about you meeting Marcelo and then, you know, and building a team beyond that to, to bring about the case. Absolutely. So I met Marcelo on uh, a Reddit uh, uh, r forward slash combo collab. And uh, we, we did some little work together, like a page, a page here, two pages here. I said, you know, I like this guy. He works. He works fast. He works um, reasonably priced, especially for the work he does. I said, let's do it. And then um, along the way, I picked up uh, my mentor, uh, SK. He does a lettering and kind of does pseudo editing for me. Okay. I met him through Facebook. So, you know, it's not Facebook. like that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, love- it's not like a super interesting story. Yeah, but don't you love it? Though? It's, a, it's social media. You reach out. People want to help. And, you know, next thing you know, like, they become close homies. Have Absolutely. you ever met any of these people in real life? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Again, um, the world of the internet. See, that's how that is interesting. Look up. One of them lives in Australia. Collaborate. Oh, Oz, yeah, that's my boy Dodgy. So yeah, we both know in Australia. And there we go. I've seen him once. He came to Boston, and I, and I got to hang out with him at Boston Comic Con, which was a, a total pleasure. Yeah. So um, and then uh, Marcelo lives in Brazil. So yeah, this is a continent. Oh, you want to go? To, you want to go to Brazil though, bro? I want to sell these comic books, and we can talk about Brazil. <laughs> yeah, like, you need a vacation. Like I need to go to a con. I need to move these units. Oh, have you not? Well, we're going to get us talking about cons in a minute, too. Don't you yeah, worry. I got so some talk, crazy stories there. Talk about the, the, the seeds of the K, though. No, absolutely. So I is kind of cynical, but I was thinking to myself, like, there's going to be a lot of radar movies. This is like 2020, 2019. I'm thinking about this. I'm like, there's going to be a, a string of R-rated comic book movies that are original. And I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, okay, Undead, okay, New Orleans, okay, um, Hurricane Katrina, okay, brother and sister staying alive for each other, okay. And it kind of just went from there. And then I had this, and and you kind of write, they say write what you know, which I agree with. So to me, a story doesn't have the soul. You can have a you have a premise until you add your own personality into it yeah. and that's when you have a real story and you that's the spice the sasong kiddo yes it, yeah it's the, the song, <laughs> absolutely so so i added that because we all, we all go through grief i mean even somebody yes. pointed out i'm writing this during the during covid you know what i'm saying like p covid you know what i'm saying and i made the best of the situation thankfully and uh, you're going to see you see a lot of businesses birthed out of out of covid you know a lot of podcasts comic books anthologies etc and so you know it was, it was hard times so i made something that reflected my experiences not literally but you know we all lose people unfortunately it's a part it's a part of life oh yeah don't you tell me man rona effed up my life and lost very good friends oh, if you sorry, will man. yeah man and it sucked you know a man to be working and then get a call for mama hey we're okay but uh how what you know what i mean yeah, and I know subject matter. Yeah, man. And you know, come on, uh, people, just understand. I may be a male, yes, but I'm a very emotional male, man. Shit, you know, if I lose a brother, I'll be crying like a baby, son. That's just me. I mean, yeah, I I mean, somebody told me yesterday, they were like, I read it and I started crying. I'm like, I did my I did my job there, you know what I'm saying? Like good. How 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 really though? I mean, how often have you gotten something like that, a compliment like that, especially with the first times around? How did you take it? As a creator. I, what was that last part? I'm sorry. 
So, you know, when people send you compliments on the work, especially early on when you just put it out there, how did you feel? Was it validation? This is my first published thing ever. I felt amazing. Ever. 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 What was the learning curve like, though, between screenwriting and comedy? Did you have a learning curve or was it an easy transition? I don't think, I think it's a learning curve from writing to making something, like materializing something. So that that doesn't anything you do you know this is like practice and then you're actually doing the thing so i had a learning curve there i had a learning curve as far as business like starting a business essentially promotion all this other stuff but as far as going from screenwriting to comic books it 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 was easy you know what i'm saying like i just i just knew because i i'm like aware of the meme again i read manga like a fiend this is all i could do remember all i'm doing is reading manga so it's like it's ingrained in me, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's ingrained in me like movies, you know. So, so I understand the medium. So my first, also I had, I had, okay, so I had a guy, Brandon Owen of our, who wrote Arcana. Shout out to him. I sent him a script. He's like, look, brother, this this dialogue is amazing, but uh, you gotta uh, you gotta trim this down, man. You gotta trim this down. So that's uh, all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. And I said, okay, bet. Did that. Okay, no more than nine panels. I read Watchmen, only nine panels, and, and okay. you went from there. And there was definitely a, a, a there's wait, you were doing 12 panels at the start, bro. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I did my research, like right, it's, right. it's, I was just prepared. It's like, okay, okay. It, people, like, you have to anticipate the learning curve, and I and I beat it. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, this is a really good comic, like, this is most, uh, this is oh, good. Yeah, it is. And I've been I've been writing for 15 years, so I'm chomping at the bit. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm like a rabid hey, dog. Hungry. I'm I'm starving. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was I wanted to have a good. I wanted something good. I wanted something that's real. I mean, it's an unconversation uncomfortable conversation to have about people passing and and COVID yeah. and grief, but it's real. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a real story. Yeah, yo, and thank you for doing that. I've spoken to other creators that are kind of going towards this direction of the slice of life, you know, human emotion, living, you know, superheroes is fun and all, but you know, what about everyday life? And, and, you know, and that in a comic book form, I think it's one of the most beautiful things that could be done. Yeah. So it really does. I mean, you have the imagery, you got the story. So, you you know, you're, you're, it's overload of, of the senses. <laughs> and then if you put on a soundtrack, cause you have one to this too, it's like, bro, you trying to fuck me up for real, bro. I yeah. mean, Mr. Stokes, you got a soundtrack. You read the book and all. You'll be in tears, folks. You'll be, you'll be vibing to the story uh, for real. And, and let me just talk about this really quickly. He has six days to go on the current Kickstarter campaign that I'm showing below. All right. Which is Kickstarter.com projects DK slash DK dash issue dash one dash two dash revenge dash tour. All right. Go to that website immediately. And throw your money at it, all right? Throw your wire at the screen. Right now, out of 3,500, he got 4,200 pledged. So he, he has met his goal with 182 backers. What a wonderful number as well. I mean, and let's take a look. Oh, look at that. I mean, going after my heart there with some OG Night of the Living Dead type stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm digging that. Look at that. So you say so th- these are your points here. If you love the crow, Lovecraft Country, Frankenstein, the monkey's paw, all great stories. Jeez, bro. Oh yeah. How dare you tease us like this? 
<laughs> and then look, look, folks, look at that beautiful art, panels, colors, shading, and all. Holy smokes. Look at this. And wait till you read this too. It's 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 it's, it's crazy. I mean, what what was really that inspiration, especially with how the characters intact? Because that you know, obviously she knows certain things and, and, and did certain things. You know, how did you even know about that? Was that research, you know, part of your life growing up? What? As far as voodoo, it, it was a it was a bit of research in in the in the actually in the in the actual physical copy. Um, it doesn't say voodoo. It, it won't say voodoo yeah. in the final copy because um, I didn't want to. This is a culture. This is somebody. This is somebody's culture. You know, yeah. like people. This is a this is a belief system. I mean, it's it's really bastardized into like something like grimy or nasty. But it's, yeah, it's I mean, a layer of the white worm, right? For example, is one of the greatest examples how they really used uh, uh, voodoo. You know, just for media sensationalism. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one layer of the white worm back in the day? Don't remember. Uh, check it out. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I believe you. So, yeah, this is a belief system. I looked it up and I said, okay, cool. And then I had I put voodoo and I said, let me take it out so that, like, I have a, what do you call it, a plausible deniability. Yeah, but it's still a dark magic or or, or magic, you know, not necessarily dark. We don't yeah, know. Exactly. It's we don't necessary. know. Magic is magic. I mean, we don't know where it could lead. I guess that depends on the lost soul, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I keep reading to figure that one who did this art though? That's dope right there. That's Lane Lloyd, and you, you see a lot of of uh, covers they do on, on Kickstarter. Well, where how how did you meet these folks to build Twitter. Twitter? Okay, you use a social media boss. Everything Twitter, Facebook, Insta. What else, bro? What, what else are your secrets over here? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, you gotta be you gotta be a social media expert. Ooh, wow, that's a dope cover, right? I mean, look at his grill. And look yeah. at the, the pain in her face, and you know what's going on with him. Yeah. Wow. Beautifully yeah. done. I think you definitely want to cop one of those. Woo! Look how sexy that is. Yeah, that's not even the final product. The action, the final product looks better. Really? Oh my yeah, god! It doesn't have the watermark. I put the watermark on there. Okay. Um, for online, you know, to make sure. Yeah. But it, it looks, it looks completely different. It looks, it looks really good. Yo, that is so sick, bro. Love it. Wonderful. Ooh, there's a little Muertos type look to it. Yeah, I can't say that. I need to learn how to say that. But yeah. Diaz de los Muertos. El Dia de los Muertos. No, <laughs> not on there. Yo, let me tell you, yo, that, that artist got that fade like like straight right there, son. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So I want it's got different styles, got different textures, something for everybody. Definitely want to pay respect. Yeah, that look like a good face. Look, like, look, when I get a face, that's how it looks. Yeah, they, they the day. I mean, because you know, it's it's adjacent to um, voodoo and stuff like that. No, you didn't, bro. No, you didn't do these. I mean, are these only two? What's going on here? What's I got, this? I got all, as many as you want. Oh man, you making it rain on these two? That's pretty dope. You should have put the liquid in that too, because I oh. see there's the liquid in, in the comic, and, and I don't know. It felt spawnish, but but I mean, is it? Does it have a similar type of you know energy to it? Where didn't read spawn? Oh, oh, it's a little okay. bit before my time. So a little, a smidge of like uh, making me feel old twice in the show. Sorry, that's all right, Mister Stokes. I'm just gonna call you Mister Stokes to make you feel old now. <laughs> it's, old and wise, you know? it's all right, bro. Wait till you get these. My hair looked like yours maybe two years ago. 
<laughs> All right. So let's talk about it, especially when it comes to the pledging, man, because this is about supporting amazing independent comics and creators such as yourself, right? Absolutely. So you, you have a $10 uh, reward, uh, pledge without a reward. Just show some love. Make it rain. I mean, because this is comic book strippery here, folks. You saw that beautiful artwork. I mean, let's get it done. If you could throw it onto a stripper, you got to throw it onto Mr. Stokes over here. Make it rain. Please. Support the project. I need it, now. Man. I'm trying to get the man. If I don't get 83, 183, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my mind. Man. Well, it's coming, it's coming. Don't you worry because check this out, folks. For five dollars, you get a digital copy, all right, yeah. of issue number two, deliverable next month. All right, for seven, you get not just issue two, but you get number one, baby. So for two dollars more, now you're getting issues one and two on that digi. All right, now. For folks like me that need that print copy, you want to smell the ink, right? Ten beans right there. Ten dollars, folks, for physical copy of number two. Now, for 15, you get a, a variant physical, all right? Amazing. And an issue two PDF. Uh, for 20, it's issue two PDF and two copies of your choice. So what, what is that some type of drop-down list assigned that I get to choose what I want? So when I do the survey, it'll send it out which two copies do you want. Uh, the it. survey will have it. Awesome. Yeah. There you go, folks. There you go. Uh-huh. You can pick through any of the covers. So I have six total covers. You can pick any two. Wonderful. If you want to use it as a physical catch-up, you can. There you go, folks. So make sure to be on alert for your survey. So if you go that route, you get to choose what you want. Don't complain, all right? Because what happens if they don't submit on time? Do you choose? Man, I mean, you try your best to catch up with them, but I ain't about to hire a bunny hound, bounty hunter. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so at the end of the day, if they don't submit by the time you need to go to print, you're choosing which two. I I generally will wait, and I generally try to take care of you're people. So kind, bro. What a kind man. I got you hear yeah. this? That's awesome. And see, you're never gonna get this from DC or Marvel. You're never gonna hear those words from them. You know what I mean? Which is what I love. So for thirty bucks. You get a signed copy of your choice, all right? Issue number two, PDF. Then you get a mixtape with a signed copy, a physical mixtape of that soundtrack that we were talking about, right? Yes. Oh, ooh. I mean, you say mixtape. Is this a CD, uh, MP4? Mm-hmm. All, right, all right. So you, you didn't make me an actual cassette tape on those old school Maxell tapes and stuff, no? Now you're aging yourself. Oh, shit. He's like, what's a tape, sir? <laughs> 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 oh mommy had those <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy he's murdering me so check out for 65 bro you got a necklace you got some of the previous rewards and you got some stickers right mm-hmm. for 80 beans again the necklace issue two two signed copies of your choice and some stickers for 100 issue two three signed copies the mixtape stickers a necklace issue one pdf and if you're in the u.s you get free shipping check that out all right, so 165 now necklace, uh, tape, two stickers, three copies, free shipping, and drawn the case style. What you mean by that? So you get drawn by my artist, like you get a commission basically. Oh, a custom commission. Mm-hmm. Oh, of what of the character themselves? Is this by request? How does that work? They 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 be they get drawn like zombie style. Oh, so send me, so basically, I submit a picture of Omega. You're gonna draw me zombie style. Yes. Oh, dope, dope, dope. That's nice. Your original art, 165. You can't go wrong, folks. You can't yeah. beat this type of stuff. And there you go, Immortal Rising Comics. LOL, Young Buck. There you go. 
I mean, I, he probably immortal feels old too. Yeah, right. He just messed me. Do, do you know what a VCR is? Come on, guy, please give me something. All right, at least. All right, DVDs. <laughs> Betamax. I probably age you with Betamax. I never seen it. I'm, I'm aware of Betamax. Aware, but never seen the small thing. So one reel, <laughs> not two. So hey, and for three hundred dollars, we get the super fan pack, official necklace, three side copies, the mixtape, two stickers. You get drawn in issue three. Oh snap! You get drawn within the comic book issue three, right? Yes. You're saying that, hey, you know they ain't telling you if you're gonna survive. You're just gonna get drawn, all right? You get drawn, uh, yeah. You get a decays uh, style again, free shipping. PDS issue one and two. You know what's missing here, bro? Real talk. Yeah. What's missing? The retailer pack. You got to offer retailers an op to jump on this and put this on their shelves too, kiddo. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I can't. You got to do this. People are going to want this. Again, I know a lot of shops in Massachusetts and, and locally that support independent comic books. If you give them an opportunity to buy this, you know, at, at a rate where they cost to make a loose sign, you know how the hustle is. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure they go for it. You, you're, you're a young, amazing creator that, that again, you, you're doing a comic book like it says right there. Love, despair, grief, and revenge. You're going through the emotional gambit yeah. <laughs> in, in sequential form over here. You know, with an amazing artist and amazing dialogue, if you say. Great banter between characters and conversations. I mean, I, I, what's your, like, that process, like, when you are creating those conversations? Because now you're getting into second, third, fourth, fifth person. I mean, how do you even get into that space when you you know build conversations between these characters? I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> um, so so you're in a quiet room all day. I'm unlock the door. Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Who are you talking to?" Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> essentially, what I what I look at it is, I know where the plot is going. I know the themes. I know these characters. I know the story. That's what informs me uh, what the dialogue should be. Yeah. Like that. That's okay. that's all it is. I mean, it's 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 second nature to me at this point. Um, because I've been because doing it for so long. Of experience, I mean, as a screenwriter as well, where you're also writing conversation. I mean, dude, I mean, you're skilled. So what's the ultimate plan for this? Uh, what would you like to see DK become outside of his current form, if anything? A cultural phenomenon, if I had a choice. But Grandpa, it's going to happen. Don't you worry, man. With the artistry you got behind, this is storytelling. But, but what else? So um, I would like to see it in, in, in stores, which is, which is going to happen for sure. I'd like Excellent. to find a publisher. Image would be perfect. That would be like dream, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at – I'm going to start submitting. After this campaign is over, I'm going to try to fulfill this within like a couple weeks is the Excellent. goal. Good job. Yeah. So I already got issue two printed out. Oh, wonderful. So everything's ready to go. Not everything, but I got most of the stuff. I can fulfill. Uh -huh. oh, I can feel like fifty percent because a lot of it's digital, and then. But it's not done yet, and you promised by June, so you know June is coming, and you have the whole month of June to get all that stuff out. Which I definitely give myself some rope, but I mean, the sooner you finish this, the sooner you can work on your third, and then you know do a whole lot of. And, and where we at with the third? Since this kind of teased, you know, within the the rewards here about being drawn in issue number three. Where we at? 30 okay okay so how much more deep we getting because i mean it's already getting deep and we're finding things out and you know the the, the greater universe keeps building are we meeting even more people in the universe in issue three possible positive what a tease bring on the stripper pole folks he's teasing there we go teasing again yo man if they sell some copies i'll hop on the stripper pole 
Uh, well, what I mean by it, just combo stripping. There you go. Look, J. Michael Miller says he got number one on his wall. That's my guy right there. On his <laughs> wall. That's my guy, man. He's, he's one of my biggest, good best friends in the industry. There you go. God bless you. That's why this is see. This is what the industry should be about. Just support, love. You know what I mean. And checking you when you need to be checked. And, and you know, like, hey, constructive criticism, not bashing. And you know, friends. Yo, I have friends like that. When they see me get a little outline, I have a friend, and he'd be like, Yo, Al. Um, <laughs> yo, what up? All right, yeah. with that. Oh, so you know what, bro? Yeah, I was out of line. Thank you. Or, or maybe I did act up a little bit. You know what I mean? Thank you. Now, you know, I listen, I'm a hot-headed Puerto Rican, and if you try to, you know, um, bash my, my 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 brand or my family for no reason, especially when we're only trying to spread love, you best believe I'm going to get in the defensive mode real quick. I'm like, I like was, um, my uncle um, married a Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican woman, and uh, she had three kids that are, that are like my, you know, my cousins. I, I love them so yeah. much. So I grew, I grew up, yeah. Oh, you grew up eating some good Puerto Rican food then. Epa. Yeah, I don't remember the food. I think it was. Oh, you don't? Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember the food, but I, I shout out to them, man. I, 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 oh, bro. You need they, to, you, oh, man. We need to family. hang out. We need to hang out. Uh, my wife is a mix of Puerto Rican and Dominican, so you get, you know, two hours of the Caribbean style food. It's a wrap, bro. Yeah. Don't you worry. You know, I I, I, I just fast in the morning, which is what keeps me in shape, because if I didn't do that, I'd be rolling around like Yaba. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? For real. So kudos time to you. Flowers time. I just want to say, Anthony, thank you. Thank you for being one of those young creators that are willing to put yourself out there and, and you know and create and do something that you love and just you know sharing that with us. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. I think you have something very special uh, in the K. I could see more than three and four, and I could see this being something so much greater. Cause you got something of value you've obviously built an amazing team so i wish you nothing but love success and happiness with this and you know we got you kiddo let's support indy because this is what the future is folks right there so last point here coming from you what type of advice would you give to any other independent creator up on the rise just trying to step into the game like you once were i i think the most important thing is make a make a product you believe in first and uh don't get discouraged you know we're all we're all stressed out we're all we're all nervous we all have self-doubt but you know beat that and you'll be all right you see folks that's real get it done don't be scared <laughs> man i was screaming out all over the week all over the weekend like come on try the rifle wheel don't be scared people yeah. don't like free they get scared of free i don't understand why but anyway this is what we need to do because this ain't free this is fire yeah, and you need to support this because it's your amazing value throughout. Follow Anthony right now on social at Instagram at DK Comic. You know, that's D-E-C-A-Y-C-O-M-I-C. And then on Twitter, check him out at Stokes the Writer. That's S-T-O-K-E-S, the T-H-E writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. And most importantly, this is what I need you guys to do as soon as this show is over or even during. Starring, please support the campaign right here. The Kickstarter got six days to go, even while fully funded, there's a lot more that could happen. So let's get it done, yo. Kickstarter project in case you want into the revenge tour. Check it out, it's live now. Six days to go. Show the love to independent comics and creators like this, all right? So, Anthony, 
God bless, man. Thank you again for your time today. I absolutely appreciate it. Again, bro, I I, I think you got the yellow brick road in front of you, my brother. You got Thanks. this. You know, you keep going until you ever stop, man. I'm always happy to talk to people like you. Even though you made me feel old throughout the show, you blame me, but, you, you know, I said things. Bro. Yeah, but you're like, wait a minute. I'm not giving me a track, track, am I? Yeah, he's like, I don't remember that. You're great, bro. I love the energy, bro. Yo, virtual high five. Thank you for your time, bro. You rock. And with that, folks, you know what to do, right? Check out Comic Crew and the Cover Capes. The whole family outside the panel, Defending Crusade, you know, uh, No Price Podcast, Cinema Crusaders, Think Indie, Thundercats, in this baby right here, Comic Crusaders Podcast. Hasta la próxima. Wepa, miente. Later. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.